Hello and welcome. It is the 4th of October and there is not enough beer in the world for this week four recap of the Without a Net <laughs> Fantasy Football League for our year 2023. I am, of course, Oz. I am joined once again by Jupiter Sanders, who is the coach for Mary Sue Snowflakes and also the league commissioner. Hello, Jupe. Hello. I mean, it was a good football week for some of us. It was a fantastic football week for half of us. For half of us. The other half are like, mm, yeah, sucks. yeah, <laughs> stupid hand egg, stupid hand egg. Well, look, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at these numbers. I don't like these numbers. These numbers are terrible. Hey, I'm not happy about the numbers my team put up. Like I was really like, this is not even coming close to projected numbers like it, it was it was it was a poor oh. showing oh are we going to talk about not close to projected numbers all right let's let's get started <laughs> let's, let's get started on that okay so as as all you listeners should know we cheap and i have an agreement every year when we play head to head that we have a bet last week we said what the terms of the bet were and I foolishly tempted fate by saying that I have never lost this bet. And I obviously cannot say that now. This was supposed to be a close game. It was supposed to be 117 to 117. Specifically, 117.74 to 117.43. That is not what happened. What happened, Jupe? What happened? What happened? Um, what happened? I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. It was like nobody on my team for my players, nobody was like doing really great. I Like every weekend, somebody like has a breakout game, but nobody did that. And then on your side, they did that more so. Even worse. Uh, so. <laughs> but I mean, your felon did great. Yeah, Alvin Kamara did fantastic. He was projected to do 13 and a half. He did 21.4. He's a running back with New Orleans. He just came off of a three-game suspension. Um, I did not pay attention to any of Yahoo's predictions about how he was going to be terrible and nobody was going to play with him because they were very clearly wrong. Uh, he is the only player that I have on my team and uh, nearly my bench who scored over projection. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your wide receiver core was missing gone. I mean, just, just gone. Uh, it, it, it just, I don't, I don't know what happened over there. Miami was coming off of a great game against uh, Denver that ended up being 70 to 20. Right. They were playing Buffalo, and they were playing at Buffalo, but it was still kind of warm still. Mm -hmm. And I was like, they're going to be hard-pressed. They may still be riding high, but they're going to be hard-pressed to, to beat yeah. Buffalo in Buffalo, and that prediction was right. Uh, 100%. And I knew that it was going to be difficult because Buffalo typically – has has a consistent showing every year mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and of course i'm miami heavy because that's what i went for in the draft mm -hmm. um but 
Tua just wasn't getting any traction. Jalen Waddle, who just came off of uh, concussion protocol, he wasn't catching targets. Um, Raheem Mostert, running back with Miami, he wasn't getting picks. It was uh, it was brutal. It was mm-hmm. brutal. And then uh, San Francisco played Arizona, and they did great. But the people that I've got did not. Tebow Samuel, who's the uh, wide receiver number one, I think, for uh, a WR1, WR2 with San Francisco, was he was supposed to do 11 points. He did 0. 0.6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's having knee and rib problems. Um, and then Jake Moody, who is the kicker for the San Francisco 49ers, did decent. He's he's hit every field goal he's attempted, but if you don't give him the ball to kick a field goal, then what do you do? <laughs> um, gosh, what else? Uh, like uh, Kelsey didn't perform. Yeah. Um, somehow, like Kansas City was playing the New York Jets. Now we've been dunking on the Jets this season, and. They, they very nearly won it. Like mm-hmm. the final for the KC Jets game was twenty three to twenty, and Kelsey was getting picks, but he wasn't getting enough of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, and then poor Jordan Addison with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, he only got targeted once during the entire game, and he missed the catch. Oh. So big fat goose egg, and yeah. you know I left eight points on the bench, mm-hmm. but you know what good does it do me? <laughs> yeah, I I I didn't uh, leave any points on the bench, but I barely broke a hundred. Yeah, barely broke a hundred, and I was like, what the hell? Like my quarterback put up twenty five points, I barely broke a hundred across the rest. It it was not good. I was happy that I I won because. I love winning a bet. Absolutely. And I believe it was a mystery box and cookies. Um, well, then you'll have to get some stuff and I'll make cookies this weekend. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. Cause... I know I'll get cookies in the holiday time anyway, so it's fine. No, I'm fine no, making no, no. cookies. Um, no. Yeah, so uh, you got 103. So you were 14 points under projection. I was mm-hmm. 45 points. Yeah. Under projection. Yeah. 45. And yet, mm-hmm. and yet, mm-hmm. even though I had the lowest score in the league this week, <gasps> I did not have blowout of the week. No, 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 because I couldn't score enough points to get the blowout of the week. But no, no, that went to. Oh my gosh. Did Cotton get that? Cotton got that. Yeah. 50 point spread cotton the person who checked on a saturday for scores on the games and then realized oh wait saturday's college ball yes cotton cotton our cotton our cotton blow out of the week against yep. uh cotton's fighting bulls was supposed to projected to win against uh bams's punching hamsters 115 to 100 uh, Cotton won 162 to 112. 
so they both overperformed well, but Cotton much better than Bams did. And again, it was, you know, like we always see, somebody on the team has at least one player that's a breakout, and Cotton had McCaffrey, uh, the San Francisco running back. Yep. 48 points. Yeah, CMC took all the targets. Um, Justin Fields, QB for the Chicago Bears, did 35, supposed to do 19. Mm -hmm. Derrick Henry, running back with the Tennessee Titans, did 26, supposed to do 11. Like, you put those together, and yeah, it's not surprising he he went so crazy. Yeah. And it's... I mean, if McCaffrey wasn't in it, it would have been closer. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, if he had any of his other running backs. Yeah. It, if it would have been a much different game. He still would have yeah. won, but it would have been closer. Yeah. Uh, and it's not like everybody did great. I mean, he had a wide receiver, uh, Alave, with the Saints, who only put up one point. So, I mean, it's not like everybody did great on Cotton's side. But the the quarterback at 35 points, the running back at 48 points, and another running back at 26 points, that's just going to give you enough. Uh, More than. Do it. And it's not yeah. like Bams' team wasn't performing well. Uh, QB for uh, Baltimore Ravens, uh, Jackson, was only supposed to do 21 and ended up putting 32 points up. That's great. Yeah, DJ Moore, uh, wide mm -hmm. receiver with the Bears, was supposed to do 11 to 27. That's fantastic. Um, you know, Tennessee defense to 12, supposed to do five. Yeah. And, you know, it's... He left maybe a few points on the table, but not a lot. What I still don't understand is why is Ertz still on his bench? <laughs> Ertz is a very good tight end. I don't know why he doesn't have uh, uh, Ertz starting over Goddard, who's with the Eagles. Is it because he loves the Eagles? Is that it? But it's like, ugh. Ertz is the better tight end. I don't know why he keeps benching him. Uh, based entirely off of points, Ertz was projected to do six to 11, and then Goddard was supposed to do 10 and a half and did four and a half. Mm-hmm. Also, Goddard is with Philly, so that does make some sense. Yeah. But you look at you look at teams and teams across all of the leagues. Ninety five percent of teams have Goddard on the roster. Not the case with Ertz. Ertz forty two percent and sixteen percent from last week. So Ertz is starting to break out, but Goddard was the more reliable option. Ertz has way more experience, and I think Ertz would it was the is always the better call. All right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, Cotton Cotton is now third place. This is upsetting to me. Yeah, because you are but, fourth. Because I am fourth. Uh, I need any Cotton to lose. Yes. And Cotton will take this as like a personal attack. And it's not. It's not a personal attack. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But it can be. <laughs> um, what, who else you want to talk about? Uh, let's talk about the close second in terms of blowout of the week, which would be Psychotron's Leftovers versus Cross Sepia Tones. Seraph has not had a good season so far. Seraph has had an awful season so far. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he's, I think he's actually like, he's working his team. I just, it's just not, he's 
just not catching any lucky breaks. Yeah, he's he's getting Zakara's curse, I think. Yeah. Uh, because he was he's projected to lose one fifteen to one seventy. He did lose, but it was eighty five to one thirty one. So that's you know another fifty point spread. Mm-hmm. Forty six points. Um, Joe Burrow, who's QB with Cincinnati, was supposed to do twenty two, did four. Um, he's got Young Ho Koo, kicker with Atlanta, supposed to do eight, did one. Uh, Nolan's defense did three, supposed to do seven. You know, he didn't, he's got one breakout, Josh Jacobs, running back mm-hmm. with the Las Vegas Raiders. Man, that's weird to say. Right. Um, did 27.9, supposed to do 13.6. It's, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not enough when you've got, Psychotron, who's got AJ Brown with oh. Philly, who did 38, supposed to do 16. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ayuk did 20, supposed to do 13. Another wide receiver with San Francisco. That's where all Debo's points went. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacksonville defense versus Atlanta, yeah. 20 points. 20 points. And no, yeah, and of course he. He left a huge amount of points on the bench because mm-hmm. he played Daniel Jones, New York Giants QB, over Russell Wilson, QB yeah. for the Broncos. Interesting on why. I mean, it could be because the Broncos had a suffered a huge defeat the previous week against Miami. He could have thought, well, they're not going to be at the right headspace. But I, I, I don't know. I would take Russell Wilson uh, against Denver as opposed to Jones and the Giants against Seattle. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough to say. I think a lot of that is going to be um, a lot of it's based off of you know what what's happening week to week. I think if if I had been in this case, I would have run Wilson mm-hmm. because it was Denver versus Chicago. Whereas it was New York Giants versus Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a it was a bad loss for the Giants. That was twenty four to three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and um looking at Seraph's side and you know, his bench, I was like, Oh, who was this other quarterback? Because, you know, the points that his quarterback put up, Burrow, four points, this is awful. So I scrolled to look at the bench and his backup quarterback car who got hurt, only put up three. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Seraph needs to find a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Burrow had a calf injury. I think I took him out mm-hmm. early, which is why he only got four points. And mm-hmm. then he's got Derek Carr, and Carr is also questionable. Um, AC joint in the shoulder. Yeah. So, I, so Carr m- might be done. Yeah, uh, Seraph needs to work on a trade. Get get a QB. Yeah, work on a trade. Get a QB. Don't talk to Goldfish. <laughs> I did hear some ruckus about that. Oh, yeah. I was having fun with that. Oh, he said he offered perfectly fair trades and that everybody should have taken him up on it. They, those were good trades for you guys. And I was like... They were not. <laughs> they absolutely were not. Uh, he insists they were. Uh, he's a liar. <laughs> They're perfectly good trades for him. Yep. 
<laughs> for him. For him. But he is second place. I guess we can mm-hmm. talk about him now. He played Zakara's unfortunate beards. Um, projected to win 129 to 103. Did win 165 to 124, which is unfortunate for the beards. Because it really is. He put up a lot of points. Zakara's yeah. He put up a ton of points. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, there was two breakout players on Goldfish's mm-hmm. team. Um, Cole Kmet tied in with Chicago and oh. uh, Puka Dakua. Mm-hmm. Uh, Puka, I'm sorry. I know I'm fucking up your name. Um, Puka Nakua. Okay, Puka. great. Puka Nakua. Okay. Uh, fantastic. So between the two of them, that was 59 points. Mm-hmm. On a projection of 22. Yeah. So, you know, fantastic for the both of them. Um, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver with the Minnesota Vikings, did 26, supposed to do 21. Jalen Hurts, QB for the Eagles, did 28, supposed to do 24. So, you know, Goldfish was just having a good time the whole way Mm -hmm. down. And uh, there's... I wouldn't call them breakouts, but there's some significant overestimation plays. Mm-hmm. On Sakara's side, Jake Elliott, kicker with the Philadelphia Eagles, did 18 points, supposed to do 8. Tampa Bay defense did 13, supposed to do 10. Um, Nico Collins, wide receiver with Houston, that was the breakout. Uh Supposed to do 11.98 points to 35.8. That's fantastic. So it's just a, a question of, I mean, there's definitely some points left on the bench. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was enough to come up with the 41-point deficit. But Sakara has a good team. It's just he faced an opponent that just had more pl- breakout players this week. Like, I think Sakara has everything to to win it's just bad putting, timing i guess yeah it's putting the right ones in in the right yeah. the right spaces yeah. and there's there's only so much guesswork that you can do mm-hmm. before you're just you know, putting it in the hands of the the football gods mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it uh does put rabbit goldfish in second place unfortunate beards is now in seventh hey Top eight make the playoffs. Top eight make the playoffs. Just gotta stay in the top eight. That's right. And you know he's able to say that in week five. He's in top eight as long as he can maintain. He's good. That's right. Uh, so let's talk about then number five. Briscoe's Bruisers played Leal's Red Shirt Stormtroopers. This looks very much like our game. It does. <laughs> Uh, Briscoe was projected to lose 112 to 116, won 108 to 76. Mm. And uh, let's go with this. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, Briscoe takes Josh Allen every year, QB for, for Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo, as we said before, did fantastic versus Miami. Um, Allen did 44.5 points on a projection of 25. That was the Big breakout. Um, Tyler Bass, kicker with Buffalo. Uh, fancy that. 14 points, supposed to do nine. Uh, those are the two big ones that stand out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else was meh. Meh. I don't know. Hey. Her bench looks great. Yeah, her bench does look fantastic. Um, Devon Akane, uh, running back with Miami Dolphins, um, came out of nowhere, as I recall, like last week when when uh, Raheem Mostert just went crazy. Uh, yeah. Akane was the other running back that was it's like actually pronounced a chain. A chain is it? Uh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry, Devon. No, no, um, I just don't want another uh, Kelsey uh, thing where Briscoe says you're saying the name wrong. So uh, so I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I appreciate it. Okay. (laughs) I appreciate it. Um, And I mean, you know, Leal's bench too. You know, he had Isaiah Pacheco on the bench running back with KC. And, you know, you put him in for Connor, you know, there's 18 more points, brings it a little bit closer, less painful, but. Yeah, no, I, I honestly, uh, if Leal had put the Baltimore defense in and put in Pacheco and, and made some other moves, uh, different kicker, I think he could have, I think he had, I think he could have pulled it out. Yeah. And then like we were saying, Briscoe left, like Briscoe's bench scored better than Briscoe's active roster. Yeah. 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 That is not great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's nice to have a bench with solid numbers like that, but yeah, I wish they were playing so I could actually get those points. It could, it could have been a straight trade and mm-hmm. would have kept, um, would have kept Bass in San Francisco defense, mm-hmm. and it would have been a looks like about probably about 140 point game. Yeah, yeah. So um, crazy yeah. stuff uh, that does, as I said, put Briscoe in fifth. Yeah. And uh, the one team we haven't talked about is our number one. Is our number one our our only undefeated team? Undefeated, league. still undefeated. Still. Four straight weeks for Scrapper Scrappers. Mm-hmm. Joe is I I I'm happy to see every week that he's still mm-hmm. winning. <laughs> uh so he was supposed to lose this game. He was supposed yeah. to lose this game one fifteen to one ten. He won one thirty to one nineteen. And holy shit. He had some breakout players that pulled that off for him. Breakout teams. Look at these defense teams on both yeah. sides. Yeah. Uh, uh, Juan and Salapenos had Seattle defense supposed to do five, did 30. Mm-hmm. Dallas defense on Joe's side supposed to do eight, did 27. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the defense can uh, put up some really big numbers when they keep the score down to just three points for the opponent. Cause yeah. That's where you get that. But I saw, uh, watching the games, I saw a lot of defense, uh, defensive teams make some great plays this weekend. Uh, there was a lot of picks thrown. There was a lot of catches and runbacks uh, for touchdown. I mean, it the defense... Across all the teams this weekend was really, really good. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and then, you know, there's also definitely some breakout players here. Um, let's see, on Wanson's side, Stephon Diggs, uh, wide receiver with the Bills, did 36 points, supposed to do 19, blew both QBs combined out of the water. <laughs> um, Mark Andrew, tight end with Baltimore, did 25, supposed to do 12, and David Montgomery, running back with Detroit, did 34, supposed to do 8. So you put both of those together, and everybody else, I mean, there's some really sad numbers. Uh, you know, George Kittle was a uh, kicker for, no, Kittle's tight end, excuse me, for San Francisco. Uh, supposed to do 11, did one, or I guess two. Uh, just, you know, you can have fantastic players that just don't get targets, and a lot of that happened. Yeah. Uh, so, like we said, uh, Scrappers remains in first place, undefeated. And I believe that's everybody for the recap. And Four. we're coming into week five. We are. And bye week start this week. Bye week start this week. And uh, there's some interesting looking uh, games going on here. So I think. Mm hmm. The two to watch. Oh. Um, Mary Sue Snowflakes versus the Punching Hamsters. <gasps> I think that's going to be one to watch. I think you and Bams should make a bet. And if you win, Bams has to take over editing of the podcast again. And if he wins, I don't know. You can make him cookies or something. This doesn't sound like I benefit at all. Oh, sorry. That's me. I benefit. <laughs> uh, no, uh, right now. Oh, the other thing is I don't sit in the kitchen and bake cookies. So that's not me either. Um, Save those bets when you face off against uh, all right. the hamsters. Yeah. Okay. I'll save that bet. Uh, we'll be week seven. Week seven. All right, it's coming there up. You go. Uh, so, uh, Bamps, I think, has set his team. I do believe he has. It's just not looking good. I think you, you and I talked before the recording started uh, because mm -hmm. we have that advantage being cast members of the podcast. And you had already, you were in the process of setting your team, mm -hmm. and you have some people to watch. Mm hmm. I have uh, Amon Ra St. Brown. Sun God. The Sun God. Uh, but he was listed as questionable last week as well, and he played. Uh, so, I, I don't know. Uh, we'll see if he continue, if he'll continue playing. Yeah, it looks like Sun God has uh, an abdominal injury. He did not yeah. practice today. Yeah, he didn't. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But he did, uh, what is it? Um, if he can't suit up week five uh, for the Lions, they could throw in Williams coming back. Oh, okay. Oh, so they'll have to throw in a felon. Right. To cover for him if he doesn't play. Oh, you should get him. Jamison Williams, you should grab him, another felon. 
Oh but shit. I think St. Brown, I think St. Brown will be just fine. I think he'll play. Uh yeah, because it looks like yesterday there was an unofficial practice and he was he was motoring just fine. So yeah. I think from from the look of this, uh the reason that he did not participate on practice on Wednesday is because the Lions didn't practice today. <laughs> so uh, I guess, yeah, sure, he missed practice, but so did everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I'll keep an eye out. I do have other options um, to, to put in, so I will have to keep a close eye especially uh, come Sunday morning. Absolutely. And uh, BAMPS? Sorry, bro. I mean, what can you do to do more better? Um, put Ertz in. Yeah, put Ertz in. Um, I would say OBJ, but he's pretty questionable, so yeah. probably not. Schuster. Um, Smith Schuster, his wide receiver with New England, again going against New Orleans. I think that one's the better bet. Uh, potentially. Although looking at it, he's been getting rostered less and less. It looks like he's just not getting. Um, mm -hmm. he's not getting targeted, or mm -hmm. he's he's fucking up his catches. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, that is that is some unhappy people. Uh, I think that Bamps does not have a backup QB from what I can see. No, he does. It's just on by. Yeah, it's on by. Um, but I think the other game that's going to be super interesting is going to be the Scrappers Goldfish game. Yes. Uh, right now, Goldfish is projected to win one seventeen to one hundred two. Uh, we do know that Goldfish knows how to play the game, and <laughs> Scrappers has just been coasting on breakout plays for a straight month. Yeah, but Scrappers has been projected to lose many times and has I think come Scrappers in and won. So either Scrappers is going to get his first defeat, which will change because Scrappers does not have as many points for as the number two in the number three spot. Mm -hmm. Uh, so if Goldfish can defeat him, that's going to change it. Uh, but if Scrappers can hold on to that win, I think it would be great and super frustrating to Goldfish. Yeah, and I, I think Goldfish deserves some more frustration. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he struggles with this league every year. Uh huh. Because nobody know what we're doing. <laughs> nobody wants to accept his trades because they're terrible. It's like, hey, I'll take your WR two for this third string running back. I'm like, no, if you want my WR two, you can put up your WR two. I'll take Puka. I'll take Puka. What's that? It's a bad trade. Now you know how I feel. Now you know how I feel. Uh, we do need to see some trades, though. Um, I'll probably start making some offers here soon. I don't yeah. like I've got some decent rookies that I'm mm -hmm. keeping an eye on, but I think I need to start spreading stuff out before my bye weeks hit because I've got a Miami heavy. Yeah, I've got uh, so my 
my starting QB is on a buy this week, so my backup QB is in. My backup QB is pretty good, so I think after this week, I might put him up on the trading block and try to get something form because there's several people that need a decent QB. So I just have to get through this game though this weekend and then I can pop them up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um I'm looking at mine. Like I don't have a ton. Like I've got Williams, Juwan Johnson, um and then I've got Goff. I'm I think Goff by week nine, two is what, week 10? Yeah, so I probably won't do any QB trades until mm-hmm. it's too late, really. Yeah, yeah. Because my buys are, are kind of late in the uh, late in the season. Yeah, but if you can, if they're both still healthy after those buys, you, I mean, you've got, because by then some other people are really going to need QBs. Yeah, injuries or whatnot, and if you have two healthy QBs after your buys are over, I mean, hey, that's that's something to trade, you know, get something out of it. Absolutely. Um, Let's see. See what else we got here. So, goldfish and scrappers. Uh, Unfortunate beards rank seventh is playing psychos leftovers rank six. That's. 108 to 112 in Psychotron's favor. That is largely looking to be a QB issue. Mm-hmm. But Psychotron does have Russell Wilson in. They're playing the Jets, Denver versus New York. I think that's going to be a pretty good game. I think that's a good call. Mm-hmm. Um, Zakara's got Matthew Stafford, QB for the Rams, in, and he's questionable with a hip injury, so that may be worth putting Brock Purdy in, mm-hmm. who's QB for the Niners versus Dallas. That is my suggestion to the Beards. I don't know if there's anything uh, Seraph can do. Um, Seraph is going to have to throw... Team. Yeah, he's going to have to throw the whole team out. Uh, I mean, yeah, look at this. He's got Freermirth, who's doubtful. So I don't think he set his team. Uh, Freermirth is doubtful. Miles Sanders is questionable with a groin pull. Mm-hmm. Not great. Um, he's got Burrow in for QB because Carr is questionable. Uh, ba 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 ba. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot in the way of tight ends. He's got Schultz, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll see, because, yeah, Cotton's Cotton's got himself a pretty good team. Uh, Yeah, it looks like he's he's playing Fields, who's Chicago's playing Washington football team this weekend, and uh, Richardson with the Colts is on the bench they're playing tennessee that one's that one's tough to say that one is tough to say yeah because washington's washington but they've actually been playing the last two weekends they've been playing mm, not awful it's kind of awful it's the same with chicago same with chicago so it's like i don't know if chicago against washington is better than the uh 
Where'd my mouse go? Then going uh, with Richardson against Tennessee. Tennessee is coming off a really good game, too. Right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's... Because Indy's not looking great either. uh, Yeah, Indy and uh, and the Rams. Yeah. So... the Rams have fallen apart, which is to be expected with any of Stan Kroenke's teams. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't know. That's yeah, Seraph's in a, a a tough spot. We'll see, we'll see what happens. But yeah, if if uh, Cotton has another breakout, you know, McCaffrey breakout game, that, you know, it's gonna hurt. It, yeah, it is. And yeah, he's got McCaffrey. It that is probably what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Seraph is going to be hard pressed. Let's see if he can pull it out. Yeah. Oh, uh, we have fifth place Briscoe facing Wanson's. Uh, Wanson's been having some terrible luck this year as well. Yeah. Uh. I mean, he's got he's got Diggs with Buffalo. He's got Prescott. He's got some really good players. It's just, are they going to? Are they going to perform? Perform is the the problem. Yeah, and you know you've got Briscoe, who's who's Buffalo heavy, and they're okay. playing Jacksonville this weekend. Yeah. Jacksonville is coming off. Uh, they had their game in London this past weekend. So, London, Ontario, or London, England? London, England. Wow. Yeah. Do they have a lot of people expecting like an actual like English football game, and they no. just okay. No. Wow. So I I believe one of the owners of the Jacksonville Jaguars is from England. And he is, he's trying, they're really, NFL's really trying to push, you know, the NFL to be more global and not just in the States. Well, you know, football league, we don't think this, we think soccer. Right. Uh, So it's kind of hard, but because he has the ties with England, they have, I think, two games played in England every season. And Jacksonville's always one of them. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, though. Um, Because Stroud uh, with Houston, that that QB on her bench right now, Briscoe's bench, had a great week last week. Atlanta had a terrible week last week. And I just, I I wonder if Stroud, Stroud might have the better game. Than Buffalo over Jacksonville. I don't know. It'll be neat to see. I don't expect her to to bench her Buffalo QB. I'm just I'm curious to see after this weekend how Stroud does compared to. Yeah, that watching that might be um, that might be uh, an attempt at a trade by mm-hmm. by Seraph if possible. Yeah. Although he's he's probably going to have to pick up free agent because I can't imagine anybody wanting to give up a QB and not get McCaffrey or whoever because McCaffrey's on Cotton's team. I would trade yeah. for McCaffrey. 
<laughs> Cotton uh, doesn't trade with anybody for anything. No, no, Cotton's not. <laughs> Ain't no way he's trading. But yeah, that's that's what's happening uh, for this week. Good luck more, on your game. More or less, yes. I am playing Leal. Leal's got Mahomes. I've got Tua. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm projected to win one seventeen to one eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's going to be questionable if if either of us play to projection here. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I hope you at least break a hundred. Uh, me too. You know, me too. I always feel bad, but my team can't even break a hundred. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm coming off of you know last week I was the lowest score in the week in the league. Week mm. three I was the highest score in the league. Mm. It was just it's such a friggin' whiplash. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. At least everybody has at least won a game, but there's. One, two, three, four, six. Literally half of us are one and three. Mm-hmm. Half of this league is one and three. Um, four people are three and oh, one, two, and two, and one, four, oh. Three and one and one, four, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still a lot of football to go. It's still a lot of football. It's going to get interesting. Just kind of see what's going on now. Um, Goldfish and I do discuss the games each week and we are sitting here like, well, that person auto drafted, that person relied on the Yahoo rankings and how are they doing now? And it does seem to be, if you rely on the Yahoo rankings to do your draft, you're going to have an easier time of it. But I wonder how long that'll hold true because Yahoo ranking and the drafts, that's just at the beginning of the year. And Football happens, people get hurt, you know, just bad luck. So I wonder how long that'll keep up. Like, Cotton's got a great team. He relied on the Yahoo rankings and the auto-drafting and all that. But, like, as the weeks wear on, is that going to hold up? We'll see. Same thing with Joe. I know he relied on it as well. But we're going to have to see, like, how long can he maintain? Because you still have to work the team, right? Right. So we'll we'll see what happens. But so far, it's been very interesting this year. Yes, yes, it has. And uh, I I hope and we hope that uh, all of you listening are going to be uh, hanging with us as as we yeah. explore this wacky football season. Yeah, and uh, always tune in to see if there are more bets to be made. Yes, indeed, we will. We will see. Um, I, I do a double or nothing, no problem. I'm sure you could. <laughs> I'm sure you could. Uh, I'm gonna enjoy my. My mystery box of goodies. Uh, I'm sure you are. I'm staring at it right now. Woo! Yay! <laughs> One picked it up today. All right. Don't tell me what's in it. It's a mystery. It is a mystery. Yay! Although the, the second box, you already know what that is because it was cheaper yeah. getting a box of them than like by by uh, a la carte. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. I'm getting many boxes. All right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, uh, so, 
that's been your week four week recap. Uh, I am Oz. I'm here with Jupe. Uh, thank you all for listening and sticking with us. And if you're ever going to buy cigars, buy them by the box. <laughs> From? JR Cigars. There you go. They're not sponsoring us, but it would be great no. if we could get them. Oh, my God. No, they'd hate it because we'd only <laughs> ask for Isla del Sol. And they'd be like, you fucking amateurs. I always get the weirdest looks when I walk in there. With after that you ask for the Islas or just when you walk in? Uh, after I ask for the Islas. Okay. I didn't have to do that today. I went right over and they had like four boxes. I'm like, that's oh. right. Give me my box now. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm running over. Mm-hmm. We'll see you all next week. Yep. Goodbye.